Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. This morning on the third hour of today, Fit for a King, Buckingham Palace releasing new details about the coronation of King Charles. From the crown to the historic celebration to the emoji, we're live in London. Then start your engines for this morning's Consumer Confidential. New versus used, leasing or buying. Everything you need to know to score the best deal on a car. Plus in our series, The Upside, an artist who doesn't use brush strokes, but keystrokes. How he puts his own spin on classics using just a typewriter. Today, Monday, April 10th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good Monday morning and welcome to the third hour of today and welcome to the Cousin Show. Yes. I'm Chanel. We've got our cousin Jill Martin here this morning. And look who is here all the way from Washington, D.C. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yes. Al is chief White House correspondent from here forward at NBC <laughs> News. Clearly. Exactly. Yes. Interviewing the president today. I've been there like 11 years. I'm still trying That's to get so that funny. interview. You're and Al like crushes a... it right out of the gate. <laughs> there you go. You're doing like a, a, a swap. A swap. I, I don't, I although it. I don't know if your line is hook a brother up when you're looking to get news from, from the president. That's how, how would start. that go over? That's Only- how I'm going to start every question. Can I make some news? So we're going to check in with Al coming up in just a little bit. But it's it's good to have you here. We haven't worked together since weekend today. Yeah, no doubt. Northwestern yeah. friends from way back in the day. Jill Martin and I have known each other for years as well. So it's like old home. Together in real. I'm in Michigan, so Northwestern. Oh, that's Michigan. true. Do you remember that effort. game that when we beat them and we like stormed the field? I remember it well. Then? Should okay, we do yeah. it? No, we, we'll talk about that another time in football. That's all coming up. But we begin with another Easter celebration. The royal family gathered for the holiday weeks ahead of the coronation of King Charles. And this morning, we are learning new details about what to expect. So let's go to NBC's Molly Hunter. She's live in London this morning with more on that. Molly, good morning on a rainy morning. Hey, guys. Good morning to you. It was pretty special. Very rainy, Chanel. Pretty special to see the whales is out with their kids yesterday. And you've got to take my word for it. There was actually some British sunshine yesterday. Certainly the weather that this country will be hoping for. <laughs> take a look at all of our new coronation details. The royal family gathered for Easter Sunday, the first since Queen Elizabeth's passing. All decked out in blue, Kate, the Princess of Wales, hand-in-hand with her four, almost five-year-old son, Louis. George in a suit, looking very grown up, and Charlotte offering a little wave to the crowd. After Easter services, the palace releasing new details about the May 6th coronation of King Charles. I think many aspects of the coronation are designed to reflect what sort of king Charles wants to be. The invitations, of course, going out, listing his wife Camilla as queen instead of queen consort for the first time. We've learned there will be two processions. The first, the king's procession, the monarch leaving Buckingham Palace in the Diamond Jubilee State Coach, heading down the Mall along Parliament Street and arriving at Westminster Abbey. At 11 a.m., the Archbishop of Canterbury will begin the ceremony. And just like the queen's coronation back in 1953, 
The public will be able to watch as the new British sovereign is crowned alongside Queen Camilla in a deeply religious service. It's filled with national identity, um, symbolism, propaganda. It's rooted in our history. And I think that that is what makes it important now. And it's why people still very much feed into it and they want it to happen. They're excited about it. Camilla will wear Queen Mary's crown and for Charles, first the imperial state crown made for King George VI coronation. Then he'll use the St. Edward's crown at the end of the service, famously heavy, weighing more than five pounds. And that crown now fashioned into an emoji. Leaving Westminster, the coronation procession in the gold state coach, which has been used in every coronation since 1831. A large parade back to Buckingham Palace, where much to the public's delight, and where we've seen them so many times before, the monarch and members of the royal family will make an appearance on the balcony. Now, guys, of course, that's the balcony right back uh, behind me. The other big unknown is whether Harry and Meghan will make the trip from sunny California, my homeland, I should say, a place I'm much more comfortable. The other big unknown, of course, is the weather report for May 6th. But fingers crossed the sun will be shining for King Charles. Guys. Uh, speaking of weather, yeah, we're just going to we act go like back. that intro didn't happen. <laughs> Like, so here's Molly Hunter parasailing a short time ago outside Buckingham Palace. As long as you're in Britain, may as well do a little Mary Poppins moment. You almost took off over the palace there, Molly. We thought we lost you. The wind gusts are strong. And, you know, look, King Charles is going to be wearing a very heavy crown on his head. So Hopefully let's hope that. that the wind is calm on May 6th for all of That's us. That's funny. If it blows and you catch it, can you keep it? Yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> Molly Hunter. Thank you, Molly. She handled it with grace. She did. All right. From parasailing, let's now hop down to Washington, D.C. for an annual tradition. The White House Easter egg roll is this morning. Al and I doing a little chair swap today. He is live on the South Lawn. Al, we saw your photo on Instagram, by the way. You, Nick, Deborah, all decked <laughs> out for the holiday ahead of, of course, Easter oh, Mass. Family. Like, how yeah, great do they look? Oh, well, Deborah and Nick really elevate the picture i drop it down a bit but oh, uh, but we had a nice time at church then we went to a little dinner and uh we've got the lovely holly bailey Yay! here we're going to chat with her in just a little bit of course the 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 little mermaid and it's got so much more going on we're so nice to have you so here we've got we've got of course the uh the president's own band behind us but first let's show you what we we were talking earlier we're here for the uh the 145th Easter egg roll. Is this your first time, Hallie? This is actually my second. Your second Easter time. Egg roll. Yep. Well, I was here for the very first one, 145 years ago. But uh, no, <laughs> but seriously, uh, 30,000 eggs. Kids are now going through doing everything, and uh, for the first time since I've been covering this for over 20 years, the president and first lady stopped by live. So I couldn't resist the chance to ask the president if he had made any decisions about 2024. I plan on at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more. Maybe, maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe maybe so, six. So what the hell? Are you, are you saying that uh, you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll either be so rolling an egg or you know, being the, the, good, you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on. Help a, bro help a brother out. Make <laughs> no, some news no, for no, me. No. I, well, I, I plan on running out, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right, like, so there you have there it. There you go, making uh, news. You know, it, this is this, that's going to be my. I'm going to get a T-shirt made. Help a brother out. Yeah. So that's 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 I'll the have news it tomorrow question. For you.
<laughs> I there love you it. go. I love well, uh, we're very excited too. As I mentioned, Holly Bailey is here uh, to take part. And 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 Holly, what 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 are you looking for? What's going to be happening today for you here? Yes, well, I'm so excited to be here. I mean, it's a beautiful day. And today I'm going to be able to read to the babies uh-huh. at the Reading Nook, the Little Mermaid Make a Splash book. Oh. So it's a version of me with Ariel um, as me on the cover and the story. I'll be reading to the babies. I'm so excited, too. You know, everybody is looking forward so much to this movie. Has it still sunk in yet what your portrayal of Ariel means to not just, you know, kids, little girls of color, but to to everybody about inclusion? Yes, it truly does not really hit me yet. I mean, I, I go in and out of moments where I just feel like I'm dreaming and pinching myself, but I'm so grateful and feel very honored to be in this position. And I just want to make all of the babies proud and everyone, you know? Wow. Well, we're just so excited for you. you. And some lucky kids getting a chance to hear (laughs) Ariel as Halle Bailey read read The Little Mermaid. Thank you. Have a wonderful time. Enjoy it. Take it all in. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to have you. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you. Guys, back to you. I love it. All right, Al, thank you so much. Well, just ahead, we are cruising for deals in our consumer confidential. Vicki Wynn is here this morning, fresh off vacation. <laughs> Good morning hey, to you, Vicki. She's taking us car shopping, new versus used. We'll talk about it. Should you lease or buy? Even how to cut your insurance bill. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This morning, we are going car shopping at our Consumer Confidential. It has obviously been a wild ride for a lot of people over these last several years. Prices skyrocketing, supplies shrank. So here to get us back to the driver's seat is our senior consumer investigative correspondent, Vicki Wynn, this morning. Good Vicki, morning. welcome back from morning. vacation. Good nice morning. to see you. Thank you. Looking refreshed and healthy. A little darker, a couple shades darker, a lot more relaxed. Yeah, this is as tan as I get. It's not, it's not pretty. <laughs> so talk to us about the car marketplace, if you can, for a second. It's yeah. been so nuts for the last several years, certainly with COVID and the inability to kind of get vehicles lately. What's it look like right now? In a word, Peter, it is expensive. Car prices are reaching record 
highs for new cars. We'll talk about the exact prices in a moment. Used car prices, the good news there is they're coming down, but they're still at record levels. Part of the problem is we talk about during the pandemic, the chip shortages. There was so much demand that really hasn't cooled off too much. And the last aspect of all of this, the average car loan interest rate for a new car right now pushing 9%, Peter, 9% for a car loan. So every time you hear the Fed saying, hey, we're going to raise the interest rate so that we can tame inflation, that's what it means. It's more, it's costing you more to borrow for a car. That's up from 5.6% just last year. Yeah, the same way it's getting tougher to buy a house right yeah. now because those interest exactly. rates affects the Two car purchases things. too. So this is an age-old conversation. Every family has had it. Fortunately, I inherited the family station wagon, so it wasn't an issue. But everyone decides, you. Do, you, do you lease or do you buy a car? Let's mm-hmm. start with the idea of buying. What's the strategy behind that? Okay, so we said it's expensive. This is exactly how much it is. It's almost $50,000 on average for a new car. And if you are thinking about buying a truck or an SUV, you're pushing $60,000. It's a huge investment. The key here is not to buy more than you can afford. Um, Automakers also are trying to push buyers towards those higher levels. Nissan, for example, stopping production on its entry-level Sentra Hmm. in favor of the Altima and the Pathfinder, which are two bigger, more expensive cars. So as a consumer, you're even seeing fewer options for the lower end cars. You always want to shop around. One trick I really like, once you've figured out what car you want, expand your shopping radius an hour to two hours to find more dealers and contact their internet sales departments directly. Mm. Ask for the best out the door price. You'll get it in writing. Then you can compare all of these options and you would be wildly amazed at how many thousands of dollars uh, in savings that can get you. Finally, when you're looking for financing deals, if you're a teacher, you're a veteran, make sure you check with your bank or credit union. Don't just go with the financing options offered at the dealership. Could be better benefits for you. Exactly. And then lastly, we talk about the best times. Mondays tend to be a good time after the weekend rush. The end of the year, the last three months of the year, that last quarter when they're trying to make room for the new models is a good time to shop. And then finally, the holidays. The next big one would be Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. Good All right, Appreciate Nick, it. did the rules change when you're buying a used car? And I feel like some of this is preference, like whether you want to get a used car yeah. or a new car, whether you lease in your family. Right, or a certified pre-owned car. So first, Jill, the prices for used cars right now, on average, $26,000. That's down from the previous peak, which was closer to $30,000, uh, according to Kelly Blue Book. But the rules are generally the same in terms of financing and shopping around to get the best deal and being flexible in the type of car that you want. Right. But I really want to draw your attention to some red flags when it comes to use car. Uh, NBC News has reporting that odometer fraud is really on the rise. That's when you get a bad guy, an unscrupulous seller who rolls back the odometer. So you think, oh, this car is five years old, but it's only got a couple thousand miles. Unless that was a granny that only drove to the store for bread and milk once a month, your spidey sense should kick in. If it seems too low to be true, it probably is. Be on the watch for flood cars too. We've had so many storms across the Midwest and the South. Those cars get fixed up. They look good, but the engines are shot. The best way to avoid that, Jill, is by test driving, asking a mechanic for an independent inspection, asking for the Carfax report, which tells you if that car has been in accidents before. And then finally, avoid any kind of car that is sold as is. Basically, that means if you drive it off the lot and it breaks down, right? You want to go back and be able to say. Consumer Report says certified pre-owned cars are probably your best bet in terms of reliability. They're less expensive than brand new cars, and they're a little more reliable. They usually come with a warranty for certified pre-owned, and those are cars that are 
one to five years old, they've been leased, which means they're more likely to be well-maintained. All right. Well, speaking of leasing, finally, let's talk about leasing a car. I know people who just want a new car. Yes. Like, they don't care. Or they want a lower payment, and they just want something new. And that can be a great option for you. But just yeah. remember, you're basically renting that car for the mm. next two or three years, the term of that loan. You have no equity in that car, and it, but you don't have to pay for maintenance either. You can always just take it back to right. the dealer, and they'll make sure that they take care of it. Okay. So that is an option, but it's not always cheaper than buying a certified okay. pre-owned or new car. And finally, if you're going to lease a car, what do, you, what do you mean by short time needed? Let's say you're moving somewhere for a job for just a couple of years and you don't want to have to sell that car at the end. That uh, could be a good option for you to lease okay. it for a short term. Remember, with buying or leasing, you want to pay down your debt so that you can have the best credit score going into there to get the best options for financing. Yeah. And like anything else, even with a lease, you can actually negotiate the terms. So try your best and shop multiple options. How do you know all of these things without a piece of paper? <laughs> I know. <laughs> she knows everything. Or you <laughs> keep your car for like 15 years like me. Well, I was just about to say there's some like... Just drive your little hoopty clunker down the road. (laughs) Thank you, Vicky. Vicky, thanks so much. Up next right here, a different kind of fine print. Forget the paintbrush. See how one artist creates amazing works with hidden messages using a typewriter. This is very cool. Then later, we are channeling our inner superheroes in Start Today (laughs) when we find out how to do Spider-Man lunges. Uh We are back. Uh Uh-oh. These pants are a little too tight for that. (laughs) This morning in our series, The Upside, a different type of artist. He's putting his own spin on some classic works of art and creating amazing originals too. NBC's Kelly Cobiea found out about the keys to his success. Guys, good morning. His name is James Cook, and he creates these incredible works of art, not with artificial intelligence, but with technology that is much older. It's an unmistakable sound from the past the tap-tap things of a typewriter. For artist James Cook, it's the perfect palette and brush using letters, numbers, and symbols to create intricate works of art. His London studio stacked high with his tools of the trade. Look at all these typewriters. Which he says allow him to draw in a completely different way. The drawings work from two different perspectives. So when you stand back, you don't register it as as being a drawing that's been typewritten. It's only when you get really close that you see all these individual marks on the page. Cook first got the idea while researching a school project nine years ago. I was inspired by uh, an American artist from uh, sort of the 1920s. His name was Paul Smith. Paul Smith typed out his first work of art when he was just 11 years old on a machine a neighbor had thrown away. Smith had severe cerebral palsy, making it hard to move and speak. The typewriter gave him a voice, creating hundreds of works of art with a handful of keys. My jaw dropped when I saw his work. I thought, there's no way this is possible that you can make drawings with typewriters. And I thought, well, I, this, this, you know, I've got to have a go at this. Cook's first typewriter bought for about $20 from an elderly couple he met at an antique store. That was my first picture. Wow! So that's supposed to be a picture of the Woolworth building in Manhattan. He's created more than 300 works of art since and collected nearly 50 typewriters, most of them donated. This one with keys in Hebrew from a professor who commissioned a portrait. I don't want to make sure that I accidentally write anything rude because I had no idea what the letters mean. The typewriters often telling their own stories. This face looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. This machine has has come out of uh, Buckingham Palace. Donated by a former private secretary to the late Queen Elizabeth. Her job was writing 
thousands upon thousands of letters to dignitaries, presidents, you name it. And apparently her, her office used to be literally uh, one floor directly below the Queen's bedroom in Buckingham Palace. So, so it's quite cool to think that this machine has, for about 20 years, um, was, was you know, below the Queen's bedroom. His work, ranging from standard letter size to long landscapes, all with hidden messages, like the words Mona Lisa in the famous lady's robes, American Gothic stamped across the American Gothic sky, and in this landscape, this drawing is worth every penny. <laughs> James says he taught himself through practice and never uses whiteout. It's got a charm to it if it's not quite precise, if it's not too perfect. The smaller pictures take a week to complete. The landscapes, up to two months. James almost makes it look easy. But as I found out, oh, that's awful. <laughs> There's a true art to this kind of typing. Ding. Cook's typewritten art now sells for hundreds of dollars. And among his most prized possessions, a portrait of the world's most famous typewriter collector, Tom Hanks, signed by the actor. You know, my jaw drops as I'm walking down the stairs and I see it sort of sitting at the bottom of the staircase, kind of like, just come through the letterbox. Cook's motto, a picture worth a thousand words. In his world, thousands of characters make up one beautiful picture. Cook says he gets 80% of his commissions from the United States. And believe it or not, there are actually more typewriter artists out there, a small community of them, one of whom lives in the United States. And they trade ideas, techniques, and even the occasional typewriter. Guys, that is really wow. cool. I didn't even know that was a thing. I know. The same way you give a rotary phone to a kid and they'd have no idea That's what to do true, with it. Imagine right. handing a typewriter to someone <laughs> these true. days. They'd be like, huh? How and you, beautiful that yeah. is. Yeah. Someone Did you take typewriter? You took typewriting back in the day, right? I'm a hunt and peck guy. Yeah, we used you to hear typewriter? Yeah, you'd walk by the classroom and you hear the click, 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 you know. Anyway, we just aged ourselves. Took that talent that. and just yeah. took it to another level. That was great, Kelly. All right, up next, the couple that squats together stays together. <laughs> Husband and wife Jason Lauren Packer here to show us some easy moves you can do. It can help us all warm up for a workout. We'll be right back. Uche told me that about you. Right. <laughs> all right, this could get interesting. We are back with the Monday edition of Start Today. This time we are trying a full body mobility warm up. And we have a dynamic fitness duo to help. Lauren and Jason Pack are certified personal trainers and hosts of the Reasonably Fit podcast. They're also husband and wife. So Lauren and Jason, welcome. Good morning. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. Coming in. Clearly more than reasonably fit as we look <laughs> yeah, at that right I know. Now, so. You know what, though? I've been watching. It's funny. This endless scroll, even this weekend, of all of these mobility warm-ups on Instagram. People are really into these. Can you talk really quickly about how it's different from, I guess, stretching before a workout? Is that is there yeah, a difference? So typically when people go into a workout, they just do like a couple of these, a couple of these. And yeah, they're like, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, and I'm ready. And, and Or you do a five-minute warm-up on the treadmill. But we like to combine those two things and get your body more prepared in a better way by going through full ranges of motion and really preparing your body for the workout ahead, but also improving your mobility overall so that you just move through life better. I love okay. that. I a lot of, good. Go a, ahead. A lot of people, I think, was I was going to say, think it has to be like an all or nothing when you're going about this process. Yeah. What are the strategies you should have in mind as you initiate a warm-up like that? Yeah, so something that we're always trying to do is help make movement feel as accessible as possible for as many move people as possible. And so one of the things that we're going to be doing today is for any of the moves that Lauren is demonstrating today, I'll 
I'll be going over some modifications so that people can feel comfortable and confident going into this. All right, let's or you get can just right, sit. You can just sit. Let's get into this. I'm so sorry. I injured my shoulder, right, so don't think right. I'm being a bad sport. Okay, go ahead. Let's We're starting with the Spider-Man so lunge. We're going to okay. do a Spider-Man lunge. So here, you take a push-up position. I'm sorry for your tight pants situation. So up on your feet. Unless I can do it on one hand. foot to the outside of your right hand. I'm going to blow these slacks out real good. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Right outside your hand. And then for the modified version, we're going to be on this chair right here. And we're going to stride forward with this right side. What does that do? That just takes the pressure off? Exactly, yeah. And so what what we're doing right here is we're just shortening the range of motion a little bit by elevating our hands. And it just makes it a lot easier to stride that leg forward. Do you feel it? Yeah. Peter, that is not what the teacher is doing. If I do any more, there's going to be like a big open crotch. We would typically do about a minute of this. So you just kind of alternate sides. And you're really feeling, you want to think about pushing your knee out, opening up your chest, getting nice and tall. And you're really feeling your hip flexors getting stretched, your inner thigh getting stretched. And yeah, Peter, with tight pants, you just don't step as far. That's That's totally fine. So what about a mobility move for our backs? So, okay, great question. Let's go into the next one. We're going to come down to stay on the ground, come down to all fours. We're going to sit back toward your heels. Take your right hand and reach it through the space between oh, your hand and your knee, stress. and then that rotate up toward the ceiling. This is a thread the needle. I did this a lot in yoga. This one right here. This is a yoga. So you right have that. Yes, yeah. yeah, very similar. Reach yeah. through. That too. And then reach our okay, up towards How the many of these do we do? Yeah, we would do about 30 seconds of this and then go ahead and switch sides. So by okay. doing it on a chair, what and does that do? So this is a great alternative for those of you who have sensitive knees, who don't like to be on the floor. This okay. is a great way to have a different option to elevate the surface a little bit and make it a little bit friendlier. That does feel And what does it, it do? It's great, just opening right? up the yeah. shoulder, right? Exactly. The yeah, shoulder, the, the shoulder. upper back, and the neck. I love that. Yeah, right. so this is great for if you're sitting all day and you just want to loosen everything up. It feels right. really good. Okay, and then last up, everyone's favorite. Is it squats with the twins. I know, right? I know. Well, that's the idea, right? You're getting your heart rate up, sweating, and getting ready for the workout. So we're going to do a forward lunge with a reach. So we're going to get a little more dynamic now. So we're going to lunge forward with your right foot, this. This knee down to the ground, and then reach across your body with your left arm, reach oh. across. So instead of a forward lunge, you know, we're going to do a forward <laughs> stride, oh, okay. and then do the and other then side. And then reach across. Lunge, reach, perfect. So this whole thing will take <laughs> about like 10 minutes? About five minutes, actually. Oh, wow. It's pretty really? quick. not intended for dress shoes next time. But you know what? Even if you do this and don't have time to do it much more after, it's probably, it still feels good. Like, it's your Yeah, energy. exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, All right, let's get body. into the last move. We're All right, last go one. sideways this time. Let's go okay. a nice wide stance. Okay. All right, maybe we should stagger a little bit. There we go. Okay, no, this is great. This is great. <laughs> we'll go bend your right leg. Yeah, there you go. And touch the ground. And then back up. Bend your left leg, touch the ground, and, and back Chanel, up. Same thing. So we're going you know, side right? to side. Yeah. Or we're just going to be tapping this box right oh, here. Okay. Now that Good. I so Jason's just blur. limiting the range and of motion. And how many of them? Let's go even wider so you feel that stretch in your... Oh. You try to really split your pants. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> feel that stretch in your inner thigh. We're going to do about 30 seconds of Lauren this. and Jason, what's your um, IG handle? Jason and Lauren Pack. Oh, easy enough. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much. By the way, just scan um, that QR code or head to today.com slash start today to join our newsletter and join our online community. And don't miss the new episode of Start Today on a streaming channel today all day, full of inspiring stories and fun workouts. You can catch it this morning at 10 a.m. on today.com slash all day or streaming on Peacock. Oh, the couples who squat together stay together. Yeah. All right. Their first time on today, they met in college and worked and together. I love a love now. story. Welcome, welcome. All right. Well, up next, some more exciting stories that are trending on today.com. We're sampling an interesting breakfast concoction. Lucky we worked out. We'll be right back. I love it. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. 
Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, console Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. I always love these segments. We're back again with another edition of This Is Today, where we tell you the stories that people are loving on Today.com. Today's digital editorial director, Ariana Davis, is here to fill us in on all those things. By the way, you can scan that QR code to see all of these stories. Ariana, good morning. Nice hi, to see hi, you. Hi, good morning. All right, let's fun. get out of the gates with a really sweet one. Okay? Okay. This is two 81-year-old friends who have now traveled around most of the world That's in cool. 80 days. What's their update? I love these two. So these two uh, Sandy and Ellie met 23 years ago in Zambia, and they bonded over their love of travel. They since, since both became widowed, and they say that they lost their husbands, but they gained best friends in each other, I and love they love to travel together. So when they turned 80, they, said they decided to travel the world in 80 days. The pandemic delayed their whole journey by a year, but they still went from everywhere from Egypt to wow. um, Rome to Antarctica. They even did the very like notoriously dangerous Drake's Passage. Yeah. Like They've traveled all over, and they just gave us an update um, on on what's going to be next for them. I think we have a little clip. Oh, okay. We are planning another trip. We're going to reveal it in about a week or so. So it's going to be something when we're 82 in 2024. We haven't come up with a good rhyme. We've got some ideas where we're going, what we're going to do. So you just need to stay tuned for the next adventure because it's going to happen. I love that they're strategizing on how they they're going to make like an announcement. Tic- they're I love TikTok the big famous. Smiles. Yeah. They're just like, Wee! They get recognized in airports now. They're like like awesome. legit famous because I of their that. travels. They're See? so sweet. There's it's always something. Yeah. Maybe something new. All right. So let's talk about Love is Blind. People are obsessed, obsessed with this show. It's a, it's a fan favorite reality show. The fourth season is coming to an end. For people who don't know, essentially, can you just set it up for us and then what's the yeah. big thing now? So Love is Blind, basically, it's an experiment to see, is love truly blind? They have 15 women and 15 men dating each other without seeing each other for 10 days if at the end without seeing the person you've been dating you decide you want to get married you only get to see each other in real life once you're engaged and then you get to meet and date in the real world and it's like answering this question is love blind this the show is in the fourth season as you said and it's like people are obsessed because it just makes for really great reality tv Has and it ever like, worked because i, I, was I everybody watches it, it me so percentage wise i think it's around like 20 percent. so i think out of the first three seasons four couples out of 18 total are actually still together and there's what? been four seasons so i think that's a pretty good probability it's worked for a healthy strategy so which poll i guess there's a poll and which couples would get married at the end so if you are watching season Season four right now, everyone on today.com was just like rapidly voting in this poll of who's going to end up together. So Tiffany and Brett, if you're watching right now, 
our readers think are like the couple that is most likely to end up together. Have they seen each other yet? So we see them. They've seen each other. Oh, yes. Okay. And I know, in case you haven't seen, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but they, it seems like their love is real, at least according to our readers. And if you right. want to cast your vote, you can head to today.com now. But it's it's been a very messy season if you're watching. For, there's a million crazy storylines and it's really? just chef's kiss <laughs> reality TV. good looking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we'll see. All right. Well, speaking of crazy, you always bring some concoction and I don't know about this one. A twist on the cla- on a classic breakfast. Yes. So Bella Ramsey is the star of The Last of Us on HBO. She was a great in that show, but she's making headlines right now because she um, likes to eat her cereal with orange juice. She's, she did an, an, an interview recently where she shared that when she was younger, she couldn't find milk. So basically, she eats her bran flakes with orange juice instead. And on Today.com, a lot of our readers have said that this is something that they do. So curious... All right, let's try it. Oh, you always like hear that. them wheeling something in when you know. It's and you're like, oh, time. man, this is Stomach not going to be great. Okay, here. Okay. I'll pass it over. This is a little aggressive. I, yeah. Have you tried it? I have I have not. This is going to be my first uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. And last year, Tropicana, they released like an actual um, orange juice that's meant specifically for cereal. So this is like, it's becoming a thing. No. I'm not going to lie. It's not terrible. That's not terrible. I don't believe it. It's not. You have really? to, it, no, it's, it smells like a stomachache. or something, but. <laughs> it's not actually not as bad as I would have expected. No. I mean, I prefer milk, but I'm not like, ew. You know I what? Mean, it's not- if you didn't tell me, if you just said, hey, this is a different kind of breakfast something. Just, you know what I mean? I feel like it depends citrus- <clears throat> on which cereal you use. That's yeah. exactly right. I like, wouldn't put that in Fruit Loops. Like, or it would be crisp. <laughs> right. right. I think it's okay with that. It's kind of like toast. And it's juice. like a nice. Yeah. Okay, say. Bella Ramsey. Right, she taught fine. us something today. Thank can, you, Bella. Can we talk about some manners here for a second? <laughs> right? Yes. This is yes. what goes to go into a restaurant, right? This is a, began on Reddit here. And the idea is if you go to the restaurant, can you bring your own ranch dressing with you. I have I have opinions about this, but what's the takeaway? Yeah, our restaurant etiquette expert, uh, Mr. Manners, basically says, this is rude. It's rude to bring your own condiments. Basically, when you go to a restaurant, you're kind of putting your palate in the care of like the chef and the staff. Um, but it was started by, there's a viral Reddit thread where a woman claims that she left her date in the middle of the date to go find ranch dressing because she desperately needed it for her meal. So it sparked a lot of online conversation. That but was their last date. That was probably <laughs> their last date, I would assume, yes. But, I love it. Um, Mr. Manners basically says, if you do want to have something and it's not there, you could ask the server, hey, this is what I typically eat with this. Do you have a, su- a suggestion or a substitute of mine? I love it. And then Beyonce puts hot sauce in her bag and everybody's like, ah, yes! I love you! Um, okay, the Barbie trailer has people talking since it was released oh, last week. Yeah. Something else is causing chatter, though. Yes, Barbie, the trailer. We don't even know what this movie is about, and everyone is obsessed with it already just from the trailer alone. But there's one moment that has everyone talking, which is this perfect, like, the Barbie is known for having that perfect arch. pointed right. arch foot, and Margot Robbie in the trailer walks out, and she maintains the perfect Barbie foot, and everyone has been like, is this CGI? Right. I say is CGI. this her actual foot? What's the what's the answer? Even Chrissy Teigen commented on our Instagram post and said, I want to be an investigative reporter yeah. to get down to the bottom of how she did this, but Mattel and Warner Brothers both have not responded to comment, unfortunately. My biggest issue uh-huh. is stepping on those heels when I'm cleaning up the family room. At night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those Barbie heels. Those Barbie heels. Those little Barbie heels. I'm excited to see that movie. I know, it's fun. Yeah. Ariana, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was great. Always good to see you here. Head to today.com for more on those stories and sign up for our new This Is Today newsletter by scanning that QR code. Can we say thank you to our cousins, Jill and Peter? Thanks for having us. It's been fun dancing with you guys. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, we are celebrating National Pet Day with some products for your best friend. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Jane Lynch is in the studio to celebrate the return of The Weakest Link. Have a great day. Bye, everyone.